Argo 6, Montreal nothing. Welcome. If you're joining us online, drop us a, a note. Let us know where you're listening from. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TSN Mike Hogan. What's yours at JJ Argo? JJ33Argo. Wow, that's it. Love Complex. to hear your input on Twitter tonight. So one quarter in the books, Hyralahu from 42 and then from 16. Argos have had a very successful first quarter, but again, it kind of slows down when they get inside the red zone. That's been a problem this year. It has, and uh, you know what? It's not uh, It's not something the Owls are doing. The Argos are just making a couple of mistakes here and there, and uh, on that last drive, there was, a, there was a breakdown up front, something going on in the communication, but uh, even when you, you, you aren't sure what to do, you can't leave the guy right in front of you. Yeah. Right? So worst case scenario, you block the guy in front of you, and if, and if there's going to be someone free, it's coming from the perimeter. Right? So Second down, and we'll call it six and a half from the 35-yard line. Argo's now moving away from Lake Ontario. Three-man rush. That means Ricky's got time. Has a man close to the first down marker. It'll be marked about a yard shy as it was S.J. Green again. And, yeah, he'll need a yard and a half, so a no-brainer here for Trestman and company. And they will will boot it away. Um, His game here a month ago against Montreal, S.J. had nine catches for 145 yards and two touchdowns. Jeez. Impressive. Impressive. Well, they... uh yeah, I was got them there, and the Argos are going to have to kick here. Yeah, you don't want to mess around. That's a little more than a yard, so good call by Tressman. Okay. How about a fake? Crawdaddy would would, would look for something here. Is it, is, it, is it fakeable from here? 150%. Yes or no? Yeah, I mean, okay. that, that's a fake situation. It's less than uh, less than five. Wow. Liram just crushed one. Back to the 15-yard line. It's going to be Logan to the 20, to the 25. Very good kick. Outside the numbers, even. And uh, they'll take that one. That's a 55-yard punt for Liram Hyralahu. Lots of hang time and directionally perfect. Can't ask for much more than that. No, absolutely perfect. Great kick by Liram. The power was uh, excellent. We you know, haven't seen a ton of that in the last couple of weeks. So that was a great kick by him. Helped build that confidence a bit. Um, but going back to the fake, you know, the Argos are up 6-0 right now. That was in their end, about 35 or so. Yep. Really no need to do it right now. If you, if you make a mistake okay. there, you don't get it, it could be a, a good chance to spark the owls. Understood. Ball at the 26-yard line. Tight end to the left side. Back pass goes Durant. He's looking left. He's got a man out in the flat. It is caught and immediately going down after the tackle. Matt Black got the receiver. B.J. Cunningham. Check that. That is not B.J. Cunningham. That is Umar Toure. The freshman from Concordia, the first-year player from Concordia. And that is his third catch of the season. He had one against Toronto a month ago. Good catch on the number there because I thought that was B.J. as well. And uh, great closing speed by Matt Black. Pounce on Amare as soon as he uh, made the catch. Second down and we'll call it six and a half. Argo show pressure. Here they come. Durant gets rid of the football as he's hit. It is caught at the 40-yard line. Nice grab by former Ticat Taekwon Underwood. And it will be good for about 11 yards. That's good enough to move the sticks. And a rare Montreal first down. I believe they're second of the afternoon, evening. Argos were looking to bring some pressure. Fantastic adjustment by the Owls. Right tackle in uh, Brian Simmons. Because he had uh, Troy Davis lined up over top of him. Marcus Ball walked up. Davis dropped and Ball came. And Simmons had to adjust the ball and he was able to pick him up. 
Brian Simmons, the former Ticat as well. Three receivers into the far side that's bobbled on the handoff, and Cleon Lang is going to clean up and get credit for a tackle or a loss or a sack or something. He was in there, and uh, guess who was back in there again for the third time tonight? Justin Tuggle. This is unusual because as the snap comes through, Durant takes it, bobbles the ball, but doesn't it doesn't isn't able to secure it, and Sutton still met, takes his motion. Bumps into Durant, and the ball uh, it looks like a hot potato back there. Tuggle must love playing against Montreal. Don't forget on special teams last game uh, here against Montreal, he picked up a fumble on a uh, kickoff and ran it in 22 yards for a touchdown. Durant back to pass on second and 14. He's going to come to the near side underneath, and he one hops one to Nick Lewis. That is what Dar- Darian Durant looked like a week ago against Ottawa. It was a short route to the right side on an out pattern, and he underthrew him by five yards. I don't know if this is a mental thing now with Darian Durant. Yeah, that looks really, really bad. Oh, man. Well behind him. Wide open. Yeah, and I was just watching uh, Blake Phillip and Victor Butler getting into it there. Butler beat him, and Blake grabbed his shoulder pads and yanked Victor straight into the turf. Victor did not like that, went right to the ref and said, hey, man, he's grabbing my shoulder pads. Look out for the holding call, so look for that later. Here's Martise Jackson taking the BD punt at the 35-yard line. In traffic, spins out of one and will not get much more out to the 40-yard line. And that's where the Argos will take over with a 6-0 lead over the Alouettes. We'll return to Argo football on TSN 1050. Hogan and Johnson with you. Argos, 6. Alouettes, no score. 11-22 remaining in the first half. What do you want to see offensively this series, Mr. Johnson? I want to see the Argos get some consistency. You know what, Ricky's been getting a little bit of pressure. I don't like that. Um... You know, the, the offensive line seems to have improved fairly steadily over the coming weeks. I know early in the season there was a lot of pressures on Ricky, quite a few sacks. And I felt like they've, uh, you know, tightened up a bit. And with, with the addition of Heimbach, he's starting to look a little bit tighter. But, uh, again, you know, it seemed that there was some communication challenges on a, two drives ago. And he's still getting a little bit of pressure. So I want to see them uh, just kind of give Ricky a clean series. I want to see them put it in put it in the end zone. I want to see that three turn into seven here because, uh, you know, they're doing a good job of moving it, but they're just not finishing. Don't let them hang around. No, bury them. Ball at the 40-yard line. First down, Argos. Play action. Ray has Jackson one way, comes back the other way. Wilder's got blockers. 40, 45, 50, midfield. Here he goes. 50, 40, 35, one man to beat. Hurdles over him but falls down all the way down to the 25-yard line. A gain of 40 yards. Awesome play designed by the Argos. All the movement was looking to the right. Martise, rookie looking at Martise Jackson, slides across after the snap. Looks like he's going to go to the flat. Receivers are releasing to the right, except James Wilder. James hesitates in the box, peels out to the left. Three offensive linemen are out there. Watch out. Ricky turns around, throws the ball to James Wilder. He's got an escort down the field, and Wilder just takes off. Gallops down the sideline, turns that into a huge game. That will put Ray over 100 yards on the night. Two receivers tight to the line on the right side. They'll be joined by Cross now in a bunch. Wilder goes that way. Edwards goes that way. They run a counter, a reverse to Tristan uh, to uh, Marquise Jackson, and he'll take it down to the 20-yard line, 22. So they'll get about uh, three or four on that. Did you know who had the ball there? I thought Ricky had the ball. There was, was a no, lot of I movement going on in the backfield. And uh, the ball actually got knocked out of Marquise's hands right at the sideline by Dondre Wright. And uh, he's lucky that they uh, went right out of bounds. Otherwise, uh, if that was anywhere near middle of the field, it could have been an Argo fumble. 
Lots of lots of interesting stuff offensively from the Argonauts tonight. Second down and seven from the 22. Here's where they've been killed on drives. And this is almost intercepted. He was looking for S.J. Green. And once again, the guy they've been picking on all night is Brandon Stewart, and he almost had the interception there. Yeah, that ball was seemed to be a little underthrown. Very late. What's this? Holding, Holding, I believe. Ah. 54. The penalties decline. Third down. That's on Chris Van Zyl, and they will decline it, and Liram Hyralahu will come out and go for the hat trick. That's old Bowman across from Van Zyl. Bowman just gets it done. I know you made a comment. Does anybody else get to the quarterback wall? Right now, no. But Bowman grinding it. Beats Chris Fenzel, still looking like he's in his mid-20s. And Chris uh, has to give him a little tug in the back uh, to slow him down so he doesn't hit Ricky. Regardless, that ball was underthrown and was almost intercepted by Brandon Stewart. And uh, interesting, uh, Ricky doesn't underthrow the ball very often, so he's done it a couple times so far. So Hyralahu from 29. He's been good from 43 and 16. It's up. It's good. Just like that, 9 nothing. So, once again, Ben don't break. That's how the Alouettes will try to sell this to themselves. Can they get back into this game with a quick seven? We'll find out when we come back. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Welcome back to BMO. Hogan and Johnson with you tonight here on TSN 1050.ca. Argos taking on the Montreal Alouettes. Three field goals, and it's 9 nothing. Not good, Hogue, against any other team. Those field goals could really hurt you. I mean, the uh-huh. Owls are, are struggling offensively, so the Argos uh, should hopefully still be in solid shape. But Okay, what is it inside the red zone? Why does this team not finish drives at the rate that it does? Well, at some times of the year, you know, early in the year, they were crushing it in the red zone. Yeah. And right now, they're, they seem to have a bit of a, I don't know if it's not a mental block, because the mistakes are having, happening in different areas, right? I mean... You, McEwen or whoever, I don't know if that was McEwen's fault. It could have been Tyler Holmes. Maybe he was supposed to come across, you know, it was it was a mistake up yep. front. And uh, on that last throw, you know, there was it was behind S.J. Green. I don't know, maybe it was S.J. a little early. Maybe he broke out too quick. Was he in the wrong spot? So, the, you know, the mistakes are uh, moving around, and so it seems to be kind of a, a unit block right now. Alice will take it at the 35-yard line. Durant back to pass. Four-man rush almost gets there. He'll look in the direction of Ernest Jackson, the hero on this field in the Grey Cup last year with the overtime touchdown to win the Grey Cup, but he couldn't hang on to that. It's second down and 10. Well, you talk about mental blocks. Darian Durant certainly has a, a, there's a block going on with Darian. Darian is a very good quarterback, and he is he's off. And uh, again, we talk about it all the time. It's not always just the quarterback, um, but he definitely doesn't have confidence in the guys around him because he's not throwing with confidence, and that ball was behind uh, the receiver again. Second down and 10. P.J. Cunningham, who doesn't have a catch tonight, will go wide to the one side, run a slant across the field. Durant under pressure, steps up, avoids some tackling, and now he's going to launch one. He's looking for Ernest Jackson, and Jackson is going to have it knocked away by Matt Black. He had it, he juggled it, and Matt Black swatted away like all of the mosquitoes around here tonight, and it's going to be third down and ten. Jackson and B.J. Cunningham, the two most dangerous receivers for the Alouettes, have a combined zero catches tonight. Well, let me tell you, Matt Black, that was an incredibly savvy knockdown by Black. Ernest Jackson was in behind him. It was a diagonal pattern. He was deep behind him. And Matty does a great job of closing it. Ernest gives him a little shove to create some separation right at the last second. Goes up. He would have had the catch. Black comes in there and swats the ball out. 
That's a veteran move right there. Martise Jackson back for the punt. He'll take it at the 22 far numbers. He'll come to the near side across the hash mark. Now looking to bubble back and come around. 30 gets a block. 35, he cuts inside to the 40. He could go. 50, midfield, and is finally caught from behind at the 50-yard line. No horse collar. It was close, but he'll be marked out of bounds at the 51-yard line. Outstanding field position for the Toronto Argonauts. Martise Jackson is in a groove. Oh, I absolutely love watching that style of return. Martise makes gets the gets the ball and around the right hash and turns and just heads for that left sideline. That's far. And he starts going and he's hurdling, he's dips and doodling, going through some laneways, and uh, gets around that corner. And the guys are working hard to make those blocks and Martise, great effort to get those yards. First down, Toronto Argonauts at the fifty one and a half yard line of the Montreal Alouettes leading nine nothing, the Argos are. Ray back to pass. Play action. He's going to go down the seam, and the intended receiver, S.J. Green, slipped and fell and could not get back to the football. Ray, 9 of 14 now for 111 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. S.J. slipped on a uh, deep comeback pattern as Ricky was had the play action, turned around. Great blocking by uh, big Jamal Campbell in at tight end on the outside there. Had to have some extra feet underneath him to keep that uh, Chip Cox from, from getting around him. SJ still had a chance to make a play on that, so uh, great effort. Second down and 10 from the Alouette 51. Ray back to pass, four-man rush. Ray comes to the near sideline. He's got Wilder, who will get the first down, splitting a couple of defenders, diving forward inside the 40 to the 36. That dive went for five yards. It's a first down Argos at the 36. That dive is impressive. (laughs) No, it's impressive because he he makes a little move, and he just splits the uh, defenders. As he catches this ball in the flat, James is just sitting out there. He jumps in between uh, Brandon Stewart and uh, was that uh, and Mincy, Jonathan Mincy, and he fully extends his body. He almost looks like Superman. And had the ball out in front, and from where he started, by the time he was down, it was uh, it was roughly five yards. And they could give Wilder the ball up the middle, the more conventional way, and he will dive forward again down to the 32. That's good for about four yards. Wilder now seven carries for 50 yards. We're not halfway through yet. How'd that feel, Kyrie Zaber? You know, Zaber is usually the one delivering. Well, he stepped up into that gap as uh, Wilder takes the zone read to the left, cuts in behind the right guard, and trucks Kyrie Zaber. I like to see that every now and then. Ball to the 32-yard line. Argos moving left to right toward the Gardner. They're in all blues. Alouette's in all white. Wilder to the left of Ray. Three receivers to the boundary. Ray's looking that way first, and he's going to go long. He's got a man in the end zone, diving and just overthrowing S.J. Green. Had a step on the defender. And everybody in this building expected S.J. Green to catch that ball with his history. Uh, that's okay. You know what? Uh, I like that. Uh, Ricky is back on the money. It's out in front where it should be. As S.J. takes an inside stem, goes vertical, and then breaks to the corner. Runs a beautiful pattern. Gets enough separation. And he's actually ends up being matched up against Brandon Dozier. That, yes. uh, you know, the will linebacker. That is a mismatch. That worked out well for the Argos. But Ricky just missed him. Slightly over top. Liram Hyralahu out for 39 yard or good tonight for 43, 16, and 29. Kick is up, and it is good. His 36th field goal of the season gives the Argonauts a 12 0 lead with six and a half minutes left in the half. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN1050.ca. Hyralahu has been a very busy boy today. Four field goals for the Double Blue. They're up 12-0 on the L. Six and a half remaining here. In the first half. 
Andy McNamara will have the halftime show. Kate Pedersen will grab uh, a player on the walk-off for the interview. And we'll get you up to speed. Several key players so far. Armani Edwards has been really good. James Wilder Jr. again has been really good defensively. Uh, boy, Justin Tuggle has been fantastic for the Argos tonight. Yeah, he's been, uh, he looks hungry. You know, Tuggle gets opportunities to get in there. Right now, I think I think that is Tuggle on the one end with Butler on the other side. And look, look for him. He's enjoying his opportunities of playing some football. And uh, look for him to continue to have a great night. Alouettes will take it at the 35 again. They tried it once after one of the field goals having Stefan Logan take it. It didn't quite work. So now they're just going to be more conservative and take it at the 35-yard line. And they're going to go ground game. Terrell Sutton into the pile and nothing doing. Victor Butler and who was in there first? There were several. <laughs> Terrence Plummer was in there. Tuggle was in there. There was a whole lot of blue hitting very little white. Gain of two at second and eight. This Al's offensive unit uh, just can't seem to get it going. Just watching out Anthony Calvillo there. I'm sure he's got to be frustrated with the... Uh, What's going on? They're not getting a push up front, not getting Sutton that space, because Terrell Sutton is an outstanding running back, and he can't find anything right now. He'll line up to the right of Durant on a second down and eight. Back to pass, four-man rush. And he'll go to the far sidelines, and it is... Was that caught? That was caught at the 44, a yard shy of the first down. B.J. Cunningham, what a great catch. I love watching B.J. Cunningham play football. The uh, veteran and uh, Michigan State Spartan product. That was a great catch. Uh, I don't know if outstanding he was a receiver. or not. Outstanding receiver. Well, it, it's close. And uh, what bought the time there is Brian Simmons' effort Ooh. on the outside. Victor Butler and Wynn had a stunt with Wynn coming around the outside. He absolutely trucked Brian Summon, you know Simmons. Knocked the big guy right on his back and uh, gave Durant that time. But is in that the, inbounds? It, in the first half of the season, I was just going to say I would have challenged that. Trustman's not going to use it here because it wasn't a first down. It's now third down and one. Durant has Sutton behind him and will fall forward. And uh, let's see, he gets the first down. In fact, that was Drew Willie, the former Argonaut quarterback. I'll leave it at that. Will fall forward and get the first down. Gain of three, first down Montreal. Leave it at that. Former, if the trade didn't work out so well. That's, no. That's all I'm saying. It not did a not. shot at Drew Willie at all. But the trade didn't work out. Oh, it's not like T.J. Heath is a great football player either, or anything. First like overall that. pick in the draft. He's unbelievable. They don't always work, do they? When you make a deal, Jeez. that one really didn't. First down and ten from Burn. the 46-yard line. Durant back in. Argos send seven, and they hit Durant, who completes it anyway. He's got Taekwon Underwood just in front of Rico Murray inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. That was a veteran move by Durant to get rid of that football because there was pressure a-coming. That's one heck of an inspiring play by your quarterback. And the Alouettes need to be talking that up on that sideline, try to pick this group up because they are certainly flat, and they've got an injured uh, old lineman right now. I think he's going to take it. He looks like his shoulder, his arm's just dangling. But um, Durant sits in the pocket as uh, Victor Butler is bearing down. Oh. Takes a huge hit. Durant delivers a beautiful throw over the top. Underwood runs the, with the deep slant pattern. Great catch and uh, helps his boy Durant out by making uh, making that catch. He had Victor Butler coming from one side, and they sent six and then brought a seventh, and the seventh was Bear Woods, and he was clean. Nobody touched him. And that was right in Darian Durant's 
you know, viewfinder. And he still hung in there, took the hit times two and got rid of the football. And it is. That's what, uh, you, need, that's what you need your quarterback to do every now and then. Yeah. And we'll see if it uh, if it sparks him. It's the veteran, the new Alouette, Jovan Olafioye, after a great career uh, at the start of his career with the BC Lions, moves over to Montreal. Playing the left side here, veteran out of North Carolina Central. He's been around a long, long yeah. time. Yeah, he's uh all-star number of times. He Eight was just, years. He was just a force out in BC. But they wanted to go in a different direction, and so did Javon, and that direction was east. And it took him from the team furthest west in the league to the team furthest east well, in the I league. Well, I tell you right now, I wouldn't be trading him in my conference. Yeah. Send him east. Well, free agency deal. Decided to come here. Uh, let's see. Four minutes and one second remaining. It is 12 nothing. Hyralahu with field goals of 43 and 16 in the first quarter and 29 and 39 in the second quarter. So Jovan will check out. And they have one backup lineman. It's Sean Jamison from Western. One. One. Ooh, that's trouble. I know we've talked about this in the past. Dressing 6-0 lineman, you're kind of asking for some trouble here. All you Now now you just need one guy to get nicked up. Or tired. Now or, what, do, what are you doing? Maybe pull yep. someone from the D-line. Maybe put it, uh, you know, well, fullback in there yeah, like a Jeff Johnson oh, type guy. <laughs> Get destroyed on the O-line. Ball <laughs> at the 36-yard line. First down, Alouettes. We'll put it over on the left hash mark. Back to pass goes Durant. Quick hitter, far side. Badly overthrown and picked off. This is going to be a touchdown. And it is number 33. How appropriate is that? Alden Darby Jr. to the house. All the way. On a weekend where Jeff Johnson, who used to wear that number so proudly, joined the Hall of Fame at York, Olden Darby Jr. takes it to the house for his first CFL touchdown. What a play by Darby. Simply takes advantage of an error by Durant. This is a receiver screen. That's a terrible throw. He's looking to hit his receiver, takes one step, comes back. Durant overthrows it. Clean over his head. Like not close. It's a terrible throw. Clean over his head. Darby makes no mistake catches it and to add insult to injury for for durant as he turns and maybe looks to make a play on darby victor butler hammers him and lays him on his back and uh i tell you when you when you make a a big mistake because of uh because you've just missed something um or you know from inaccuracy something that you've made your entire life and then someone hammers you and puts you on your back that can be a big big hit to the old ego can do a, a pretty significant knock to someone's confidence level. So we'll see if Durant comes out after that, uh, after this drive. I, I mean, oh, we, might see some, we might see a change. Toronto, number 17. Five-yard penalty. We'll still do the Cardinals had the wrong personnel on the field. Wilder comes out. Or, sorry, goes in. Wrong personnel. Yeah, Come on, boys. Somebody was not on field goal. And... Yeah, you can't make that mistake. Uh, no, not this stage of the year. No. Nobody warming up for the Alouettes. They went to the hook early last week and the week before. Here's Hyralahu. Up and good. He has hit every one of his convert attempts this year. That is his 21st of the season. And the Argonauts have a 19-0 lead over the Montreal Alouettes in a very big game because it determines the tiebreaker. And this can all but officially put the Alouettes in the, uh, not only in the rearview mirror, but almost out the back. The Argos are in a cut formation, which means the corner is down low with the half high. 
And as the uh, receiver makes the cut and, and looks to come back, it, Darby actually starts to close the gap. And B.J. Cunningham, the intended receiver, goes clean over him. That's I mean, it's not even close. Throw. It's uh, it's two, that's, it's that's a it's three feet. Pass. It's three feet over an outstretched B.J. Cunningham who's off the ground, full vertical, and it's three feet over top of that. He was. It was a six-yard pass, a 45-degree angle. So roughly, what are we looking at? 15, 20-yard pass? Not even a 15-yard pass, and he overthrew him by five yards. And then Butler said, "Terrible." Sorry, old guy. Yeah, it's a tough start for the Owls. What do you think? You think there's going to be a change? Oh, you got to get him. He's he's been terrible. He's been terrible for a month. They've given him an opportunity. They've given the. I, I understand it. You give the opportunity to the veteran. Yeah. To try and come out. If the Argos offensively can convert, this game could be 40 to nothing right now. That's Calvillo who stepped up making the call there. I mean, uh, <laughs> Get he's, him in he's there. been there, done that, right? So, I mean, yeah, he's going to have to make a decision. Hyralahu down to the two-yard line for Logan. Logan's going to come to the near side, 10, 15, 20, and be tackled at the 24-yard line. And that's where the Alouettes will take over first and 10. I have no idea why he's back out on the on the. Uh, on the field. He's made two horrifically bad throws in each of the last series. Terrible throws. The one yeah. where he underthrew Nick Lewis on the on the near side by 10 yards on a 10-yard out. Like it, it didn't get halfway to him. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know uh I mean the, the Darian Durant, I've never seen him ever no, miss throws like that. Terrible. So he just he's he's very off. I don't, like, maybe, I don't know if he has an injury or just it's all mental. And they're going to go to Sutton, a ground game. Nothing doing. Flag comes down. Al Bradbury threw that from the backfield. And usually that's holding, and that's what it's going to be against the Alouettes. Two officials concurring on the same flag, so it must have been obvious. And that's going to move them back 10. It'll be first and holding. 20 from their own 14-yard uh, line. 10-yard Three-minute warning. We've hit it. 2.45 remaining here, 19 nothing Argos. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN1050.ca. It's 19 nothing Argos over Montreal. Hogan and Johnson with you here on TSN1050.ca. We've got 2.45 until the half. And after the holding penalty, the Alouettes face a first and 20 from their own 14-yard line. Should mention uh, Jovan Olafioye was over on the bench for the Alouettes again, so they're down to their last lineman. Yeah, that can be dodgy, and uh, you think that's playing in da- the mind of Darian Durant? 100%. He's already struggling. Now he's got an old lineman uh, down, and a veteran at that, and uh, is the youngster playing left guard? Is he in there they playing moved, left guard? It looks guard? like they moved Philip Blake outside, which is interesting because when uh, Philip, oh, hang on now. Yeah, Philip Blake has moved out to the left tackle. And Sean Jamison is going to play left guard. So let's ISO cam Victor Butler right now, who's lined up <laughs> right over top of those two. Yep. First and 20 inside their 15. Back to pass. And hit as he throws it is Durant, but he completes it to Sutton, who gets to the 20-yard line. Will not quite get back to the initial line of scrimmage. It'll be first down and 12 from the 22. And he got hit by the Cleon Lang Express. Wow. Lang with a hellacious move inside. Battles hard. Gets that motor moving. He's got such quick feet for a big guy. Gets, uh, you know, gets stopped first. Doesn't stop coming and gets through second level and uh, hammers Durant as he throws that football. So it's second down at 12 from the 23. Call it the 22. Durant back. It's a four-man pressure this time. And here comes Lang again, and he got him. 
but they're going to call him for a face mask, I believe. Durant threw the football, and it's been picked off by Alden Darby. There was, even though there was no question that Durant was in the grasp and basically couldn't go anywhere, Bradbury didn't blow the whistle, threw that was a flag. An unusual play. And he just chucked it up knowing it was a free play, and Darby made a one-handed interception, but it's not going to count. Well, the players around him kind of yelled stop. Face mask, Toronto number 90. 15-yard penalty from the previous line of scrimmage. Automatic first down. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Jameson, uh, Sean Jameson. Um, Cleon Lang gave him an incredible inside move. Just basically slapped both hands. Jameson just uh, may as well not have been there. Cleon went straight up the middle and created that uh, created that play. It's unfortunate he got uh, Durant's face mask because it was an, an, a heck of a play. So it'll be a first down at the 37-yard line. Back to pass Durant. Dumps it out into the flat. He's got Sutton spin move, but uh, nothing doing as Cassius Vaughn made a great open field tackle to hold it to a four-yard gain. With two minutes and one second left, 19 nothing Argos. See, those are the kinds of plays that uh, teams that are that are really firing on all cylinders won't do because the Argos had the Owls backed up. It was a big play by Lang, Darby with the interception. Alouettes are still driving because of the penalty. Back to pass. Durant once again goes over the middle, and he's got Cunningham for the first down across the 50 to the 52. He looks like a different quarterback this series. He's... he's showing poise he's hitting his guys you know what sometimes you just got to take a hit to settle down oh, i mean he man. got he got nailed by cleon lang twice maybe that's what he needed to relax a bit i mean he's a veteran you think he <laughs> would a hell of a way to relax, to relax but i mean some guys are like that he'll drop back again four-man rush dump it out to the far numbers and it is complete and it will be cunningham brandon harris immediately on the tackle to uh, hold it to an eight yard gain what looked like cunningham was going to be able to get away and get the first down see this is the durant that i remember yes because this is the guy that is believing in what he sees and he throws it right away because that's he drops back sees bj and he hits it they're not going to change personnel and durant's just going to fall forward and get the first down i think and let's see it should be cool now they're going to give him the first down down to the 48 yard line with a minute 28 left yeah, but there, there is no similarity to the Dar- Darian Durant we're seeing on this drive and what we have seen no. over the l- previous two or three series as uh, Dylan, uh, Dylan Wynn is the injured player. Yeah, the uh, the other Darian Durant drops back. He's hesitating. He's you know kind of unsure what he's doing. His feet look a little bit like they're behind a bit, and he's just not stepping and throwing with confidence. Dylan, he I think, right is now. cramped up. <laughs> This could be our first cramp of the year. Well, that's uh, you know, <laughs> it comes no, in late September. No surprise. It's the second quarter, yeah. end of the second quarter. It is incredibly muggy. Yes. Guys have probably already lost five pounds of water, yes. believe it or not. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. And I think, well, I think weather's going to change by about 10 to 15 degrees next week. But who knows? We'll see. Stop it. Don't even joke. <laughs> Don't want to hear that kind of negativity, young man. This weather's going to last until mid-December. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So if it snows Next before week. then, you're going to come shovel my driveway? <laughs> you're a Hall of Famer. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah. 
They just call somebody at York and say, look, I'm a Hall of Famer now. Get one of the undergrads to come down here and shovel my damn long, uh, driveway. Uh, I got an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old boy. They can go do it. There we go. <laughs> uh, next week, get started a right. week from tonight, it's uh, the Argos in ha- <clears throat> excuse me, in Hamilton to take on the Ticats in what is a rather large game. And then two weeks from tonight, Argos here against Saskatchewan, a 4 o'clock kickoff. How about them Ticats? Pulled off one last night. It was a big win for them last Huge. night. Huge. Durant back to pass. Again, delivers a pass, and it is caught by Nick Lewis to the 45-yard line. Short gain of about three. Cash is fun with the uh, quick close and tackle on Lewis, who was cutting out from right to left, heading towards that sideline. Vaughn just gave him an extra shove with that momentum, and Lewis went down. They'll need seven on second down from the 45-yard line. Play action. Durant rolls out and gets hit in it was an absolutely cold at the line of scrimmage. And he is not going to get past who was at that time. Mr. Davis. Was Troy Davis with the tackle. And it will leave them three yards shy of the first down. And the Hellowets are going to go for it. Hoagie. I guess you may have got nothing to lose. You've like, got to win this football game. It looked like Durant tried to run over Troy Davis there. Yeah. It did. He, he tried to. He said, you know what, I'm just going to try and get this. But uh, that's not happening. So it's third down and three. It would be a 48-yard field goal. Beattie's got the leg, no question about that. But with less than a minute left, the Alouettes are going to gamble on third down and three. Or will they just try to draw the Argonauts offside? Three seconds left on the 22nd clock. They snap it. Durant, under pressure, goes long. And it is in and out of the hands and intercepted. It is picked off by Mitchell White down the sideline, 20, 25, 30. He's down on the near side out of the 40. He's got midfield. He's got one man to beat. It's Durant. He will be tackled by the quarterback of the 38-yard line. In his first game as a Toronto Argonaut, Mitchell White has the interception. That is 100% on Ernest Jackson. Jackson running a deep corner route. Durant's sitting in the pocket despite lots of traffic all around him. There's blue jerseys everywhere. He can hear the rustling. And his right tackle is being driven right back into him. Durant stands in there and delivers a throw that's on the money, frankly. Ernest Jackson looks like he's going to go up and high point it, but jumps up and lets it come into his shoulder pads. And it bounces off his shoulder pads, looks very unathletic, and the ball ends up on the turf. And that is not Ernest Jackson that we know. And uh, I can promise you the Alouettes are going to be all over him about that. And Nick Lewis is in more than a little bit of trouble. He is being helped off uh, to the sideline, and he is not putting much weight on his right ankle. Yeah, he's uh, walking very gingerly. That does not look good. A 62-yard interception return for Mitchell White, and the Argos are in field goal range. They've got 27 seconds to play with now. Ball at the 38-yard line. Three receivers to the right. Wilder was to the left. They had three to the boundary, and now Wilder will go back in the backfield. Four-man rush. Back to pass his way. Ray goes over the middle. Has a man. It's caught by S.J. Green down to the 15-yard line. S.J.'s got another grab. Down to the 16 is where they will mark it. 21 seconds remaining here in the half. Argos in the red zone again, looking for their first offensive touchdown. They lead 19-0, and they're going to go hurry up. S.J. over top of Brandon Stewart. Creates that separation. Nice slant. Nice throw by Ricky. Hits him on time. And S.J. working Brandon a little bit in the stem at the top and uh, creates that space so he can get open. Armadi Edwards wide to the right has single coverage. Won't get any help from the safeties who are in tight. Ray back to pass. He's going to go over the middle. He's got a man. He's got a touchdown. S.J. Green to the house and the Argonauts extend the lead. Ladies and gentlemen, the blowout is underway. Great protection by the Argo offensive line. Owls were bringing some pressure. 
SJ Green lined up out to the right side. Makes a move, and he's actually lined up against Chip Cox this time. Gets uh, Gives Chip a little kind of an outside head nod. That gets Chip to just turn turn his hips just a little bit, which is enough for SJ to get inside, make a hard cut to the left, runs right along the line of scrimmage. Ricky puts the ball in front of him. Chip's about two feet behind, can't catch up and make the play, and that's an Argo touchdown. From 32 yards out, here's the extra point from Liram Hyralahu, the right legger from Western. Got it. Still perfect on the season in that category, and the Argonauts have extended the lead thanks to the interception and INT return. With eight seconds left, it's 26-0. Hoagie, this defense is getting it done for the Argonauts. They are getting it done. What did I tell you about Mitchell White? Huh? 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 Zip it. Zip it. Yeah, this defense, uh, I mean, geez, Darby on the previous drive, interception, touchdown. You know what? The offense isn't getting it done. All right, D says, all right, we'll, we'll do it for you, boys. White, huge interception. I mean, that was on Ernest Jackson. Oh, absolutely. Okay? I mean, no question White had good coverage. Yep. Jackson actually, you know, despite the good coverage, went up like, like he was getting, should have made the catch. But I'm not sure why he let the ball come to his shoulder pads. No Tried to catch it with his body. That's got to be a The only time you, you catch it with your body is if you're cutting over the middle and you know the free safety is about to come hammer sure. you. Not when you're running a corner out and you're going to drop and go out of bounds. But that's what he does. Hits the shoulder pad, bobbles it. White pounces on it. Interception and... Uh, you know what? It's great to see the offense step in and finish the drive. I would love to hear what Milt Stiegel said in the studio Ooh. when he saw that. Especially from Ernest. That's a veteran receiver who is, uh, you know, a great receiver. Hyra who squibs one, is taken by one of the upbacks and uh, taken down at the 43-yard line will be Umar, Umar Torre, who has one catch tonight. And they're going to come out for short yardage and run a play, I would assume. I don't know if they take a shot or not, but it will be Durant coming out, not Drew Willie, for the final play. Well, I'll tell you, Milt would say that should never happen. You catch with your eyes. Like, that's Milt's line, right? You catch with your eyes first, and then you and then you high point the ball. Yes, and right? you extend your arms, and you catch the ball away from right. your body. Yes, and, and Ernest went up like he was going to high point it, but then he let it drop down to his shoulder pad. I, yeah. Odd. Al- Alouettes didn't even have the right personnel on the field for their victory formation. They're disheveled right now. Yeah. Although, I guess Nick Lewis would have been a part of that, so Umar Torre went back out as the fullback, and they're going to take a knee, and the half is going to come to a conclusion. What a half it was. In the first half, the last time they were here, the Argos led 35-0 at the break. Tonight, it's (laughs) 26-0. So in the two first halves, it's a combined 61-0 in the last two games against Montreal. 